to you from the Black Swan Media Studios. This is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. Happy Monday, everyone. We are back after a fun-filled weekend. We are here, and I'm going to jump right into things. But right before we do that, I just want to remind everyone that I have a couple different things going on here. I have a Patreon, and it is patreon.com slash John Crump. And with $20 Patreon, you can get a signed copy of my book. Or with Super Chats, $25, you can do a signed copy of the book to cover shipping. Also, the $5 level will get you a no quarter for Tyrant's patch. While they are in stock, we are almost out of stock. Also, a $5 Super Chat will get you this. But we are almost out of that. And uh, anyone give a $5 Super Chat today will also get uh, this little 3M sticky button thing for from GOA. The audio sounding weird. Uh, how is it sounding weird? How does the audio sound to you? Uh, I think it sounds fine. I think because you had all that little stuff crinkling around, that might have uh-huh. been uh, making it sound weird. Okay. Well, we are joined today by the Silverback himself uh, from Gorilla and Guns. How are you doing, my friend? I'm not doing too bad. Um, all things considered, my lawnmower blew up on me yesterday, so that wasn't uh, the greatest day in the world. <laughs> How did that happen? I have no idea, man. It just I was cutting the final last stretch. I got to the very last cut that I needed to make, and all of a sudden the motor just started shaking like a bat out of hell, and uh, it just stopped working and then i looked under the hood and motor was pouring out from the back of the engine (laughs) thank you for the five dollars from rich um all the donations go to my niece bella who has a aggressive form of childhood brain cancer so thank you flying rich um he's probably crashing a plane somewhere but I hear so, he's done that a time or two. <laughs> so you go to the two of the Black Guns Matter to a rally in Richmond over the weekend? I did not make it. But you did have some people come out and shoot. Yep, yep. We shot. We got a little soggy, but yeah, we did some shooting for about, I think it was an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. How did that go? It was fun. We had a good time. Um, Who was all out there? Devin Perkins. Transfer yep. Chronicles were out there. He texted me and told me he was out there with you. Yeah, yeah. He texted me. It was funny because uh, he texted me at 6.49 Saturday morning. Hey, man, I'm awake. I shouldn't be up this early, but I'm bored. <laughs> I was like, well, get yourself some lunch. Go gather up some stuff and then be over here by 11 o'clock and we'll do some shooting. So uh, he brought over with him uh, Rhonda Mary. I don't know if you've ever met her yet. The Rhonda's a good egg. Yeah, she's a real nice girl. Um, very polite. Uh, she's, I guess, she's pretty new to the firearms uh, world, so she's getting into that, and, and she's liking it a lot. I brought out some toys to play with, uh, a couple of twenty-two rifles, and 
um, yeah, she wanted to take one of them home with her. Uh, which one was that? The Smith and West? No, she wanted to take the Mossberg. It's a 715T oh. uh, Plinkster. Yeah, a little 22. It's got a 25 round magazine. And I tell you, and you can rapid fire that thing like crazy when it ain't jamming up. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I hate about 22 is 22 jam up a lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just looking at my Bitcoin balance and uh, Bitcoin has exploded. And I noticed some uh, su- some shops online that sell suppressors take Bitcoin. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I had like nothing in there like about a year ago. And now I guess I bought it when it was like, it was like 5,000. Yeah. I had bought a little bit uh, and it hit 12,000 today. So nice. Like maybe I should withdraw a little bit of it and get myself a new suppressor. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> I wish I would have gotten to that Bitcoin thing back in the day. I'll tell you what. I have a friend that um, got into it when, like, in 2009. Yep. When uh, he, he didn't get into it at the beginning, beginning, but he got into it where it was, like, 250 Bitcoins for $50. He paid. Right. He bought. Uh, he bought. Well, can you still, like mine for it back then too yeah you can mine for it not a lot of people were mining for it though but he bought yeah. uh like five thousand dollars worth of bitcoins and uh he's a millionaire lucky him <laughs> yeah yeah it uh yeah oh you lost oh rich you did mount goxing interesting thing uh bitcoin the main trading platform back in the day was mount gox uh, Mount Gox was like the main hub of Bitcoin. It was like the first place where you could buy and sell Bitcoin. Okay. Mount Gox was actually Magic the Gathering Exchange. <laughs> That's why my son knows so much about Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it, Magic the Gathering Exchange was the first place. It was. It was. Uh, Magic the Gathering trading website where you traded cards, mm-hmm. and the guys over there started doing Bitcoin. Um, and uh, yeah, Mount Gox is a was a very interesting place. The guy who ran it was not the most uh, trustworthy. Uh, this is before Coinbase and everything else. Um, Right. Yeah. Uh, the guys also over there started Bitcoin Cash, which is not exactly Bitcoin. Interesting about Bitcoin is the guy who, Satoshi is the guy who started Bitcoin. This mm-hmm. is probably going a little bit into the weeds, but it's interesting. <laughs> the guy Satoshi created Bitcoin. Bitcoin mm-hmm. is basically no one's ever found, been able to find a security weakness in it, ever. People have looked, hackers have looked. No one's have found a single security weakness. That's why I think it's probably a government instead of a person, because no one knows who Satoshi is. Okay. Uh, and <clears throat> he literally, if, would, if he would to withdraw his Bitcoin would probably be the richest person in the world. But 
he hasn't withdrawn a single Bitcoin. It's all still in his wallet. Yeah, it's all still in his Bitcoin wallet, which means uh, he's either dead, lost access to his Bitcoin, or is a government agency, which I think is probably a government. Right. It's very plausible. Especially with the amount of uh, knowledge that went into creating Bitcoin and how there's not a single security weakness in it. Right. People have been looking for a security weakness in Bitcoin. If my, the comments are not working again, so awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's it's, it's a very, very interesting story. Hey, John Parsons out there. It's a very interesting story of how this guy created Bitcoin and everything. But I think more gunshots take bitcoin yeah i don't know uh, i haven't heard of any gun shops taking bitcoin but if if you say there's a, a suppressor website out there that'll take bitcoin i think you'll be good to go <laughs> oh yeah there i'm actually looking right before i got on here yeah <laughs> I, I think uh the cryptocurrency there's an overlap between cryptocurrency people and gun people there's a lot of libertarian ideas. Right. And, you know, for the gun people and also crypto. Yeah. People. Yeah. Uh, I got a friend of mine who, uh, who gets into that quite a bit. Uh, he dives down the rabbit hole with a lot of that cryptocurrency and, and stuff like that. He's got some theories on that kind of stuff. Got theories on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, just just what he's heard and read and studied about, you know, just how how he seems to think that it's going to end up ruling the world and we're going to lose our regular money and Bitcoin is going to be what our regular money is going to turn to. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't I, I honestly truly don't know about that. Uh, the reason why I like crypto, like Bitcoin and stuff like that is because it's decentralized. There's no way to shut it down. It's all about the blockchain and stuff like that. And blockchain technology really fascinates me. Right. Um, in fact, uh, I know one of the big uh, streaming websites out there um, uses blockchain technology for its streaming. BitChute. Oh, okay. Uses blockchain for their, their streaming, which is kind of cool. It can't be shut down. Nice. Yeah, which I think we need more of. So, oh, yeah. There is a special session coming up in a couple of days. And for the longest time in Virginia, this is, and for the longest time, I've been telling people. I don't think they're going to touch gun issues in this special session. Yep. And for the but longest, they're bringing it up, aren't they? No, <laughs> they're not. No, no. But for the longest time, a bunch of organizations have been saying they're going to bring up gun issues, and they haven't. And and it doesn't look like they're planning to. Well, I know they're not planning to because I have the all the bills that they're going to discuss. My good, question good. was, did these organizations really think gun issues were going to come up? I know VCDL said that it was a possibility, which was a possibility. Right. 
But other gun organizations, not VCDL, I'm going to make, sure, make that clear. They said that it's a possibility that they might bring it up, but they didn't have any knowledge of it, which was right. the right thing to do. Several other gun organizations, not named GOA or VCDL, are actually fundraising on we need your money to stop the, the, these, the special session on gun control, which it wasn't a special session on gun control and gun control right. wasn't come up. Um, it was more, this is mostly about like the coronavirus and this kind of stuff that's going on now, right? Yeah, yeah there's some defunding the police stuff coming up. But do you think right. these gun rights organizations um, were knew that it wasn't going to come up or knew it probably wasn't going to come up, but wanted to fundraise off it anyway? Um, I, I'm probably going to go with the latter of the two. I, I think that they knew that they weren't going to come up and just wanted to raise some funds. I, I have a feeling I know at least one of these gun organizations that's probably doing that. I want to say they, they said that they came down here before and put an end to all the gun control at the uh, special session back in what was it, in July. <laughs> yeah. See uh, Devin out there, and also Brian Witt is also out there. Hey guys, yeah, it What's is. It's it, it's it's really funny. What I worry about is with these gun organizations. One time they're gonna cry wolf, right? Time too many, and when when there is something coming up, that's why when people ask me, I told them straight up, I'm like, hey, I don't think there's gonna be any gun control stuff coming up at this special session. Right. Uh, and I went to one, it wasn't a gun organization, but it was a conservative organization that was basically fundraising off of that. And I said, where are you guys getting this information that they're going to bring up gun control? Because I haven't heard anything and I'm pretty plugged in with all these politicians. I have a, a bunch of the politicians on my speed dial. Yep. And, and they've been telling me that they have no idea. And their answer to me was, Oh well, you know, it could come up, so we're not going to let this go to waste, right? Right. Uh, it could expand our roles a little bit. That that's that's just turning around and doing the same thing these crooked ass politicians do. You yeah. know, everything's on the possibility. I mean, I don't live my life on possibilities, you know. So, <laughs> give me give me some hard facts. That way, I can make a decision as whether or not I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, it made me waste my time trying to chase, chase down all these gun control things. And and they're like, yeah, I, we said we're going to let you know if there's come, anything coming up. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But, you know, people keep on telling me that it's coming up. And they're like, no. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I want to say there was mention that um, some politician that's kind of close to Northam said that they should bring it up, but wasn't sure if it was going to happen. Uh, I can't remember who that was. It's one of one of his, huh? Levine. Okay, so that was him. Okay. Yep. Yeah, of course he's always trying to bring up gun control. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot of people, besides the Biden tweet the other day, they've been really quiet on uh, gun control. The people in Congress, mm -hmm. and the people. And I'm wondering, do you think that they're being quiet on gun control lately because of all the new gun owners and they don't want to piss off the new gun owners? 
it's very possible because there's a lot of new gun owners that are their voters. So if they want to play the game and catch the votes, they're not going to want to piss these people off because they realize some more of these people are actually realizing what the second amendment's about. So they'll bring it up. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, I, I just worry about that. Uh, that these people who are new gun owners aren't going to be second amendment voters. Cause just because um, you own a gun doesn't mean you're necessarily a second amendment voter. Right. Right. Uh, which, yeah, they're probably just still going to vote for, you know, whoever they're going to vote for uh, guaranteed, but because they are new gun owners and they are a favor to that party, that party doesn't want to, I guess, make themselves look bad at the moment to the, all these new people that just found the second amendment, whether, whether they vote second amendment or not. So, you know, they're, they're going to do what they always do. They're going to play backstage and they're going to put out a, up a front that says, yes, I'm on your side. I'm on your side when they're really not. So, you know, they're just going to pass the buck along as long as they can until they get the vote. And then they're just going to turn around and stab everybody in the back like they normally do. Yeah. That politicians for you. It seems like yep. you can't really go far in politicians unless you're willing to have a, uh, how, how do I say this? A flexible moral compass. Yes. You, you got to be willing to cut some throats. Yeah. I, I think that's why most, well, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I, I feel that most politicians are sociopaths. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> they're, they're just on another level. They don't, they don't physically kill people. They mentally and morally kill people. Yeah. Uh, Clover Tax said everyone was a FUD at one time. Uh, you got to start somewhere. Right. I don't think I've ever been a FUD, though, to tell you the truth. Um, nope. even before well, like, I was into guns, I still thought that people should own, be able to own rocket launchers and machine guns. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Parson brings up a good point. He thinks uh, the riots changed a lot of uh, a lot of perspective for people. And oh, I, 100%. And I, I think he's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the riots and the civil unrest and the coronavirus and everything, I think that's opening up a lot of people's eyes about what gun control is and, and about guns. Mm -hmm. I mean, say, what do you need a gun for? And now all you need to do is say, go look out that window. That's why. Right. Go, go see the news. <laughs> right. See yeah, there you go. Scroll yeah. Facebook. You'll find out why. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it, it it's in everyone's face so much now mm -hmm. that it's kind of hard to get around. Um, it's it's everyone. Hold on. Who's over there? Oh, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I'll, I'll. I can clean that up. 
<laughs> Kids making a mess. <laughs> David, they were down here earlier. Yeah, so um, I think. What are you, what are you doing? Oh, skin issues. Yeah, so I think uh, it is um, it 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 is uh going to be interesting to see what um what's going to come about with the elections. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine at lunchtime, one of my coworkers, and he's uh, extremely conservative himself, ex-Marine and all that. Um, but the way I'm looking at it is the run has always, and for a long time, has been Republicans for eight years, Democrats for eight years, and Republicans and Democrats. So I, I, I think the Republican is going to stay in the White House for the next eight years, and the Democrats will win it on the next election. Because it uh, just seems to go like that. Uh, I, I, I'm actually nervous. Um, I haven't been the biggest Trump supporter, but I am going to support him now, even over Joe Jorgensen. Uh, mm. Mostly because the Supreme Court of the United States. Yep. If we lose the Supreme Court, we're going to lose our gun rights. Oh, yeah. It'll it'll be a really big battle at that point. Uh, and we just, we got one. We won one for the Gipper. California with the magazine yeah. ban lifted. Yeah, you got to remember, one of those judges on that panel was a Trump appointee. Right. So let's say that Trump didn't win and Clinton won. That would have been a Clinton appointee, and I guarantee you the result would have been different. Oh, much. Yep. So there you go. Um, uh, so with the judges, there's a lot of judgeship coming up mm -hmm. in the next cycle, and I think that's very, very important to um, us to get the, the correct judge in there for Second Amendment issues. So right. if you're you know, on the Second Amendment, you're going to, you have no choice but to vote for Trump. At least that's what I think. Yeah, it, it's going to, it's going to put the two party system uh, back at the top of the food chain as always uh, right now because of everything that's going on. Uh, but the other the other thing of it is, is even though Trump has appointed some good two A judges, I mean, the Supreme Court, you know, Brett Kavanaugh and those guys, they're they're still failing to hear two A cases, though. Yeah, but they're failing by one vote. Let's say Ginsburg, sure, she's not going to make. Let's be honest, she's not going to make it another four years. No, definitely not. I'm surprised she's still around now. I mean, she's already got like the mummification happening. So Ginsburg, <laughs> let's say Ginsburg gets replaced by a pro-gun judge. Then we would have um, the vote. Right. Um, to do it. Um, but if like, let's say you vote for Joe Jorgensen yep. instead of Trump. And let's say 
that have let's Biden take Texas, then we won't get that. We won't get that vote. But one pro judge Supreme Court means that all those gun cases that they turned down, that means those would have been heard. And most likely those would have been cited for the the pro-gun side. So you gotta look at it that way. It's a long game. Right. The two parties the two party system is going to be around in the United States until there's like ranked voting where you vote for your first choice, your second choice, and your third choice. That's the only way to break the two party system. Well, unless enough people get sick and tired of the two party system that they finally just say, you know what, fuck it. And vote for that third party. Yeah, it won't happen. I mean, the if, only if we can if we can just get them to the debates, they would have a much better chance of presenting their case and get a lot more people on their side. So that could further it along a little faster. I don't. I I, I don't know. Um, if you look around the world, the places where there's multiple parties, more than two, um, are either new democracies or ranked voting. The reason why it's democracies is because all these parties start out, right? So you have like 30 parties and they start to ally and coalesce and combine to be more powerful until you end up with two. Yeah. Ranked voting is the only way to stop that, but I don't see us going ranked voting. So I think we're going to be a two-party system. Uh, we've been a two-party system for forever. Yeah. Go back to the Whigs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the parties are going to they just change and combine. Uh, Devin doesn't think uh, black people are going to mess with Biden and Harris? I hope not. Uh, feel, oh, but, come on. You're not black unless you vote for Biden. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Freaking <laughs> corn pop or corn puff, whatever the guy's name is. But yeah, it's a uh, it, 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 it's uh, it's crazy. So let's get back onto guns since this is really a gun show. Um, yeah, I mean politics goes along with guns because it's our rights, you know. Um, so you know, Second Amendment and all that—that's part of politics. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I don't think Second Amendment. I mean, I always say Second Amendment is part of politics. I disagree with that, though. I think yeah. Second Amendment should be universal to you, no matter what your politics is. Oh, indeed. I agree with that 100%. But being that it's in our Constitution and the politicians have drug it into politics, it's become a political thing, just like everything else they try to do uh, with uh, or against our Constitution, I should say. Awesome. Hold on. You, I want to... Mm-hmm. So as I was saying, I wanna, this the amount of really money quick. I'm going to be making would hurt your parents' feelings. You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? 
That's what I'm going to be doing every single night. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. We just got <laughs> the new sponsorship agreement uh, back. Uh, nice. We are going to be sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Awesome. And uh, they're going to send us a bunch of holsters to give away. So Sweet. All right. Uh, more to come later on that. Okay. Here is what I think about the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, everyone supports, supports the Second Amendment because it is a human right, no matter what. Mm -hmm what your political sphere is. Um, that's like saying that you don't support human rights. Human rights is political. You know, that one party doesn't support human rights. Mm. Although Kamala Harris, I don't think she does. If you look at her, uh, <laughs> uh, that would be uh, fireside, Devin. But I, I'll, I'll hook it up to more of the Black Swan people. Uh, but uh, yeah, Kamala Harris, I don't think supports human rights. If you look at her criminal justice thing, where she was talking mm -hmm. about lawyers and people and stuff like that, she doesn't care. But no, what it is. the only thing she cares about is the win. You know, whether she's locking up innocent people or the actual criminals. Yeah. You know, she wants she wants to win because she thinks that's what makes people feel comfortable. What do you think about Biden? Uh, tweeting out something that's saying that he's going to ban all assault weapons and and make current ones part of the NFA where you're going to have to pay a $200 tax stamp for any uh, semi-automatic rifles that you have. Current ones that we own, like there's no grandfathering? No, you have to, you have to register them on the, uh, on the National Firearm Registry, the NFA, basically. <laughs> they become NFA items. What's that? Say that again. It would become NFA items. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I totally disagree with that uh, because that that is definitely uh, against the Constitution. Uh, that goes against all our constitutional Second Amendment rights. Well, I know you're going to disagree with it, but what do you think about him tweeting that out? I think he's an idiot, but you know that's just my opinion. You know, I mean, when when you can write one of his speeches just using your your text train yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You know, that's, that's kind of what I think of him. Um, There's a new Trump ad that compares his old speeches from 2008 to his speeches now. And doesn't make any comments on him or anything. It just plays his speech to how he, how he spoke back in 2008 and how he speaks yep. now. And it's devastating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is devastating. Well, now he's saying a lot of the same things he was saying back then, too, you know, but, but they're a little it, more jumbled. Yeah. When he was talking about the person at the grocery store, mm. I, I'm, uh, have you seen the – I'm going to play a video. I usually don't play videos on here. Uh, I'm going to play a video from Freedom Tunes. Okay. It's just freaking hilarious. Um, just buy a shotgun. <laughs> no, this is 1.2 billion. Okay, hold on. Let me go ahead and play this for everyone here. I'm going to share my screen. Share this. 
All right. Here we go. One point two billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on on, on on a forklift. What happened? <laughs> that guy was exactly. president. Mm-hmm. I think, and this this. This is kind of what a lot of people have kind of brought to my attention is that they're using Biden to get in there because he's he's more of a presidential hopeful than any other Democratic candidate that has come around right now. But a reason why they want to pick somebody, I guess, ruthless to back him up is because they know Biden will not be able to make it through the entire presidency. So that vice president will take over and become the president and then we'll be really in the shit then, you know? Oh, there's no way in hell that Biden is going to make it all the way through the presidency. Mm. No way. (laughs) I mean, they've done those things where they show people who become president, they go in, they look all young and, and healthy and everything. And by the time they're done with their presidency or even a couple of years into it, they're looking a lot older, they're grayer and all this. So Biden's already ancient anyway. So a couple of years of him being the president, that shit will kill him, you know? Well, he's going to be older than Reagan was when Reagan got out of office. Mm-hmm. There's no way. We all know what happened to Reagan. <laughs> Yeah, but Biden's going in there senile to begin with. Right. <laughs> He's a marionette. He's just on the end of the strings. He's the little puppet on the end of the strings. I think there's a lot of people on uh, that's a marionette on the end of the strings. Yep. Oh, there definitely is. And yeah, Biden especially, man. He's just, he doesn't know where the hell he is. He did a live stream. And he was talking on the live stream and just walked off the live stream. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. He walked off the live stream and they had a cut to they had a they had a like cut away to a Biden 2020 thing because he, <laughs> he just left. He was like in the middle of things and just walked off. And I'm like, how can people actually think that he can run the country? Right. Right. I mean, he <laughs> literally walked off in front of the camera. Did he have like a bewildered look on his face? Yeah, well, he just he started like looking down and just left. <laughs> I don't know where he was going. He was like in the middle of, a, of saying something. Really? He just stopped mid-sentence and just got up and walked out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try to find it, man. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's definitely signs of senility, right there. I mean, that's what, I think that's why that he won't talk to the press, right? Well, it's probably not that he won't talk to the press. His PR people probably won't let him talk to the press for yeah. a year. Or oh, I'm gonna try to find this here. I mean, look look at what happened when he went to what was that uh, up in Michigan with the um, 
with that uh, worker guy who's like, yeah, I don't work for you, you know, and he's sitting there yelling in the guy's face. I mean, uh, that was bad, real bad PR for him right there. Yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. Here, here. I'm going to show you this Biden thing, right? And you let me know what you think. Is this guy presidential material? One mile of the estuary of the Delaware River and the Atlantic Ocean and the Chesapeake. And so the whole point of this is that we can do a lot to deal with endangered species. And one of the things <laughs> I would like to raise is because right now, for example, we have a thing, you know, Brazil. Has but you're telling me that guy's in his right mind. No. Definitely not. <laughs> How do you forget that you're on camera talking? <laughs> yeah, he's like looking at his phone trying to, or whatever, like reading his speech or whatever it is, and like completely forgot where he was at. Like he thought he was practicing it in his bedroom at home, waiting to go on stage and give it. I, I, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. We're screwed. No matter what, we're <laughs> screwed. Um, maybe the aliens will show up. I don't maybe know. we'll just get lucky and the zombies will finally come. I've been promised zombies with the apocalypse for a long time. And we've been in 2020. We keep on going through apocalypse after apocalypse and no freaking zombies. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll get lucky and they will actually show up and then we won't have to worry about it because we'll just be able to go on and shoot some zombies in their heads and live on. You know what I mean? Rebuild and start again. Now, here's a question for you about zombies. All right. I've been thinking about this a lot. What is the perfect caliber for zombies? Well, it, it all depends. I mean, Not I grew like up watching zombies. Like not twenty eight days later zombies, but I'm talking about like Romero about zombies. Romero zombies, um, Walking Dead type zombies. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say because it, it all depends on the type of zombies you're looking at because everybody has a, like a different scenario of zombies. Like the Walking Dead zombies, they're after they've been zombie for a while, it seems like their head is really soft. So I mean, you could probably use a twenty two on one of them guys, you know, no problem. Thirty eight special be all right i would definitely say it would be a 22 um all right let's see this one uh john parsons says 22 i agree with him i agree that you're 22 rich says 458 socom i think that's a little bit too good <laughs> i think 22 is is the correct answer i'm gonna tell you why 50 with bmg i just want to see their heads pop like a freaking yeah. pumpkin <laughs> right <laughs> With like Romero type zombies, it's about mm -hmm. shot placement, right? More than caliber, you get the damage to the brain. Yes, you shoot them anywhere else is not going to do anything. So stopping power is not a real concern because mm -hmm. you shoot them with the with like a like a thirty out six or a three oh eight. Yep. That's not going to really stop them. Yeah, it's got to go in here. And also, they tend to travel travel in hordes. 
Mm-hmm. So you get a like even a Ruger 1022 with a bunch of mags loaded up. You know, those little like 30 round, 25 round Ruger mags or uh, MMP uh, yep. MP22. I was like 30, 30, 22 rounds. And you can carry a lot more of those. Yeah. Just, you just got to make sure that you have plenty of cleaning supplies because them 22s, they get dirty so fast and they start jamming up on you. That is you know, true. Make sure you have a backup. <laughs> that is true. But John Parkins also talks about how 22s can be easily suppressed. And 22 suppressed when using oh, some very quiet. is very quiet. Yep. Very quiet. Same, about same thing with jamming. 300 blackout. Yeah. Yep. 300 black blackout. Yeah. FDG, maybe 22 then. Yeah. So jamming is, could be an issue. I, I get that. But then, I don't know. Then the second caliber I would go with would be nine millimeter, mm-hmm. yep. or two two three, uh, probably nine millimeter, just because the availability of ammo. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, it was a lot more plentiful, but <laughs> I'm sure it will still be because there's in a zombie apocalypse. It's you'll be raiding people. Not, not to say that. Say what now? You'll be raiding people's houses during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, well, yeah, well, a lot of people are going to die, too, in the beginning because they won't know what to do. They'll just freak out, and they'll end up getting eaten. So, and turning into zombies, depending on how the scenario actually plays out. If if a zombie eats you, do you turn into a zombie, just like what we've traditionally learned? Or is it going to be, once you die, you die, and that's it? Uh, Marrow zombies. So, of course, you're going to turn into a zombie. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's always been. You know, you, you get eaten by a zombie, you get bit by one, you turn into one. I mean, it, all the video games, all the movies, everything has always been, you know, you turn into a zombie. But um, like the Walking Dead theory now, that that made things a little bit more interesting because whether you died of natural causes or not, you were still turning into a zombie. That is true. Um. So, so from there, what do we do uh, with society? How would you actually ever be able to rebuild society after that? So say if you did get rid of all the zombies because everybody has the zombie virus or whatever in them, and as, you know, when they die, no matter how they die, they're going to turn into zombies. So, I mean, would you have to do – would you just have to automatically pike them? Well, have you ever seen the show Z Nation? Yeah. Right. So – when when they uh, somebody dies on them or gets killed or shot and they know they're not going to live, they they mercy them right away so they won't turn into a zombie. So would that be the same? Would you, would that be the same effect? Could we do that instead? Well, in in the comic, that's what they end up doing, and they end up actually rebuilding society. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've read the, the comic. No, I haven't read the comics. We got them all, but I haven't read them. Spoiler alert out there for everyone out there. <laughs> when Carl grow, Carl doesn't die in the comics, but when he become when he grows up, um, 
zombie are very rare. Right. Um, in fact, uh, in fact, there's a lot of people that's never seen a zombie. Mm. By the time he gets become when he becomes an old man. Okay. So, yeah. So. So they figured out how to keep keep it zombie free, I guess, so to speak. So they must be doing the same thing, uh, like on Z Nation. So if somebody dies, they automatically mercy them or you know damage the brain so they can't come back as a zombie. Yeah, uh, Cynthia talks about without everyone wearing a mask, they can't bite us. That is, that is true. Yeah. Oh well, hey, that that brings up another thing too. So you remember the movie World War Z? Yes. Don't where I... the Koreans started taking their teeth out. Yeah, the North so Korean bite. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, all you really have to do is wear like a thick shirt, jean jacket, leather jacket. You're good to go. Yeah, no one's gonna fight you. The zombie apocalypse is the most. I don't know. Um, it, the the issue I have with zombies is. Is that what makes humans the apex predator on the planet? What is that? Is it our claws? Is it our strength? What makes us the apex predator on on the planet? Uh, I guess it's our intelligence, really. Um, our so, ability to uh, assess situations and you know, figure out a solution to get around it or, or win, you know? Okay. Now zombies, what do you, do, do you take away from zombies? Well, yeah, they become mindless, just they eating become, machines. They become Bidens. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen. It's not going to be a zombie apocalypse. It's going to be a Biden apocalypse. So anybody who dies, they're going to turn into a Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. But I think, uh, I, I, I think it would be the zombie apocalypse would be over in a weekend. Now Probably. the rednecks out there. Hey, you're allowed to go hunt humans. That are zombies. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many rednecks are going to be out there? I'm going to be out there. Oh, I'd be out there too, man. You know, you know how many video games I've played and zombie movies I've watched. Like I said, that uh, zombies are one of my favorite things. You know, watching those and playing them games like The Last of Us. Uh, you ever played uh, Days Gone? That was a great game, man. You want to talk about hordes of zombies, man? I'll tell you what. The Last of Us was good. Uh, Dave's Gone was good. What was it? There was another popular zombie one. Um, Dying Light was a good zombie yeah. one. It was a four-player game. Four-player game. Oh, are you talking about like all the Black Ops uh, zombies no, games? No, 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 no. G Web says our main weapon is our sense of fashion. No, uh, <laughs> wasn't days gone? No, the, uh, you already we already said the Last of Us. Was it the Last of Us? 
No, that's a single player game. Four player zombie game. The only one I know that's four player is like the Call of Duty ones. Daisy, no. Wasn't Last of Us? Oh, man. I can't remember. It was like an awesome game. I used to play it like all the time. It was basically a, a, a zombie survival mode with four players. If anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, let me know. There used to be a, a free game that was on the PlayStation uh, Plus thing uh, called Dead Block, where I think you could have four players on that, where you just tried to keep the zombies out, out of the building. No, this was... Uh... No, it wasn't... Left for Dead. Okay. Left for Dead, that's what it was. All right. It, I haven't it was, played that one yet. It was a really cool game. I did Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2. Um, you team up with four people, and you have to defend a house or something else like that. I used mm -hmm. to play that all the time. It was... I was addicted to that game. My friends and I would get on there before I was married. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was after my marriage. I think it was before. Left 4 Dead. No, it was before. And we would play... Um, Constantly, right on. And uh, we we'd be up for eight nine hours just playing Left for Dead, uh, mm -hmm. trying to, to survive. And there's no way to win. You eventually die. Yeah, I mean that that's a lot like playing the uh, the Call of Duty zombies. I mean, there's yeah, really no way to win. This is before <laughs> the Call of Duty. I think they took a lot of. Uh, Inspiration for the Call of Duty Zombies for Left 4 Dead. Okay. Because it was the same thing. The suffering. Not a good, not a zombie game, but yeah, that, that, that was still a good game. Dead Space. A lot of good zombie games. Mm -hmm. um, there is a shoot um, that my local range does every Halloween. You know what Simunition is? No. Simunition is bullets that are like paintball bullets. Okay. Uh, the rounds are, they fire out of like regular, the 223s fire out of, uh, fire out of uh, AR-15s and the 9mm fire out, out of whatever handgun you have. And they have a Halloween thing where you're paid for an amount of money and they hook you up with the AR-15 and a Glock, and they have a, uh, a indoor shoot house. Um, it's like an apartment building, and you're trying to survive. And they actually have people dressed up as zombies, and they try to get you. Oh, that's awesome! But you have <laughs> using, uh, like real guns, so it's not like paintball. So you still have the blast, you still have the fireball. Yeah. Man, that sounds like an incredible time. Um, I, I'm down for something like that. Serve <laughs> your ammo because you know if you run out of ammo, you're you're gonna die. And if they touch right. you, dead. It's a it's really cool. And there's also another in Maryland. They have a zombie invitational every October. 
Well, they have a zombie <laughs> and stuff like that, and they have the simulation stuff going on over there. But that's all outside, and it's over like a weekend. Nice. But last that, week. That, that sounds super fun too. If you can go for the whole weekend and what you like camp out and stuff while you're you're doing yeah. this. Yeah. That's that's like true learning the survival during a, a zombie apocalypse. That that's like a test for it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um I I'll I'll get the information out to people. Um I would definitely get the information out to people. Because uh, it's 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 pretty it's a pretty cool thing. Oh, it's in West Virginia, not Maryland. I met the guy in West Virginia. Thank you, Devin. Devin was with me. Okay. Uh, do you remember yeah. what? It, do you remember what what it was called? Oh, uh, somebody saying Left 4 Dead isn't on PlayStation. That's probably why you never heard of it. Yeah, I only play PlayStation. I don't like an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a uh, Xbox only game. But it, it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, you're into PlayStation, right? Yep, yep. Dude, I built a gaming PC because they started all this cross-play stuff. Yeah. And I don't know how much you notice the advantage you get on a PC. I, I don't play on PC. I, I'm not that great at video games, uh, just in general. Um, but I do enjoy playing them. So <laughs> the PC thing, my son, he he's all over that, and he like he wrecks people on that. The Hensko Zombie Invitational is what it's called, by the way. But no, the PC it's a lot easier to aim and play first-person shooters. Yeah. So you really screw like with crossplay now with all. All, how all the systems play together. Yep. You it gives you a huge advantage, and your wife is on too. By the way, my wife. Yes. Hi, honey. <laughs> yeah, so it's the Hensko Zombie Invitational. I don't know if they're going to do it this year because of uh, COVID. I hope they do. Uh, because I'm seriously thinking about going. Um. It, it seems like it's really cool. Oh, yeah. that's Man, that sounds awesome, man. I'd go out there for that. I don't like camping, though. I, I, I'm, I'm not, not a big camper either. I have done it before. I've slept outside on the bare dirt before. But, I mean, that's in my much younger days. Um, but for something like that, man, I, I'd, I'd take it. I'd do it. And because that just zombie invitational is on. It is. They're still going to do it. Yes. Even with the whole COVID thing going on. Yep. Well, West Virginia has been a whole, they're, they're kind of like a whole country all to themselves anyway. Uh, um, so they don't, they do things a lot different in West Virginia. Dude, I want to go to American Samoa and just ride out the whole COVID thing. They don't have a single case of COVID and they basically shut down the border so you can't go in or go out. Oh, so you couldn't get there then. <laughs> I was thinking because, you know, all the restaurants are still open. You know, there's no social right. distancing. People aren't walking around with masks. You can go to any store. It's like so life it's freedom. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the 17th and 18th of October. Okay. 
Yeah, but you know, so I'm gonna go there and just like write out this whole COVID thing and just you know chill. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> you know? Tell the, the whole the West Virginia thing. Um, we're, we're actually maybe thinking about moving up into the mountains in West Virginia, man. Trying to find a couple hundred acres up there. It'd be nice, you know, nice little getaway. Be away from people up in the mountains. Then I could have uh, a nice rifle range where I could shoot and not uh, have anybody bother me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I live about 30 minutes outside DC and my wife is from New York and she mm-hmm. considers this um, the country because she's from New York. Right. I mean, if she's from the big city, I guess she could consider that the country. Uh, well, you know, you, I lived in Manhattan. It sucked. Yeah. I hate, hated every minute of it. First two weeks, it was cool. Got was up there for work. First two weeks, it was cool. And yeah. Then I, w- I used to jog at the time because I used to be really, really fit. I used to weigh about 60 pounds lighter than what I weigh now. And jogging at nighttime, okay, New York. What you have to understand about New York, especially Manhattan, is Midtown is busy all the time. Right? Yeah. Downtown, Tribeca, you know, uh, Soho, all those areas. Ho, Noho. Um, because you have North Houston, you have South Houston. Um, of Houston is a road. It's spelled like Houston, but it's pronounced Houston. And you have south of Houston, north of Houston. That, that's because of the accents. That's why they pronounce it like that. Yeah. But those places, after 7 p.m. at nighttime, are dead. Yeah. Like, even the restaurant starts shutting you down at 7 p.m. So and That's weird. No, it's just the way it is. There's no business down there after 7 p.m. Everyone go home. And not very many people live down there. And that's unfortunately where I was. So I would go out and jog, and there would be like these massive cat sized rats everywhere. (laughs) I used to have to like keep on going back and forth across the street. Um, I would jog, and it would be like airy because it's just like big town with, with, uh, with, you know, rats everywhere and no people. Then you go through Chinatown, and whether whether there be people in Little Italy, which is only like two two buildings now, Little Italy, so yeah. small. Now, but then you have people. But then you go back out, and it, it would be like eerie. Even though my my view was awesome, I had a view over Battery Park, uh, which the the view my I didn't pay for this. I mean, it was my my place up there ran seven thousand a month. Oh. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but my bedroom had a view of Battery Park, which overlooked the Statue of Liberty. Okay. That's not terrible. Yeah, but everything else about it was terrible. Um, I lived above <laughs> a movie theater. So the movie theater was at the bottom of our building, and I lived like 20 stories up. So I would used to go to the movies like every day. Right. Or play uh, Xbox because – you know, after seven o'clock, all the restaurants shut down, and unless you're going to go up to Midtown, mm. you're, you're, it is what it is. Um, 
people don't realize that about New York. Yeah. About yeah, it. I never lived in New York. I, I've been through there quite a few times because I, um, my wife and I, we actually come from Massachusetts, so you know we we still go up there and visit. So we cut through New York, but never really been there to stay or you know see any sights or anything. Yeah, we're up there a lot. But yeah, we've been on for about an hour, so I'm gonna let you get home to Cynthia. She's probably cooking mm-hmm. dinner. Cynthia, if you're out there, cook them dinner. Hey, Rogue Banshee, you just got the notification. Well, you're a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, we're having five guys tonight, so I'm getting me a banana shake. <laughs> oh, you are. You're like, did you notice on the uh, instead of you know, I usually put up a picture of uh, the person on the thumbnail. Yeah, I put up uh, one of the uh, people from the Planet of the Apes with the rifle. Yeah, I seen that. Richard was like, "Hey, is that's a picture from his younger days?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's me in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that picture was just how I was looking up something and I saw that this morning. Not related to this. I was like, I gotta use that. <laughs> I laughed. I seen it. I giggled. That was good. All right. Well, you bring home five guys to your wife. She's waiting. She's hungry. She went to hurry up. So I'll let you get out of there. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. Your channel is in the description, but go ahead and plug your channel and everything else you want to plug. My channel? Okay. My channel is Gorillas and Guns. You'll find me on YouTube here. You'll find a Facebook group called Gorillas and Guns over on Facebook. Uh, you'll also find me on Gunstreamer. Uh, I got to pay a little bit more attention to that now. Now that I know that they're uh, they're actually stable and gonna stick around, so I'm gonna start uh, posting stuff back up on there again. Um, yeah, they're that, that's around. They uh, the gun guys from Gun Critics are taking good care of them. Awesome, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Because um, they, I mean, they had a good thing going. You know, when they first started, it was a good idea, good platform. So. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad somebody actually stepped up and and is helping them out and keeping them running. So, and I just we just got to keep getting people over there to to watch the content um, and start subscribing. Yeah, gun streamer. I'm starting to upload a gun streamer and also full thirty as well. Been working with both of those guys. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I applied for the gun streamer or the full thirty thing. Uh, and I never got an email back. They said something about my account was set up, but they, they said, well, we'll let you know when you could start posting. And I never got another email ever again from them. <laughs> so yep. They watch the show, so let me hook you up. Right. All right. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that's it. That's all I'm at. I don't have any other social media or anything like that. I really ain't got time for it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, anybody who wants to uh, donate, to this show, you can go to patreon.com slash John Crump. All proceeds go to my niece. Uh, super chat me at paypal.me forward slash John CC. Uh, $25 gets you a signed book. $5 gets you a PVC patch. Um, you can also buy my book at crumpy.com slash giants. So if we go for me for my niece at crumpy.com slash GFM. Join Gun Owners of America at gunowners.org slash box-one-media for 25% off. You can follow the conversation at Junkrump2, and you can follow me 
on IG and Facebook at Real John Crump. That is it. I'll be back tomorrow. Wednesday is my wife's birthday, so I will not be back on that. Um, and yeah, a warrior poet has a thing going also. Uh, well, you can go watch that because I am done here. And I'm going to play uh, the video, and we are out.